Hello and welcome to Home Company. <laughs> welcome to Home Performance Company Startup. Today is the 11th dummy of my podcast. And for those that are watching and those that are interested, thank you for that. So today I wanted to just give you a brief introduction to the different parts of an energy audit. So just kind of break it down into the different parts of the um, assessment so that, you know, if you're not really sure exactly what an energy audit is or you've gone through some training but haven't actually been out in the field doing energy audits, then this might be a good way to just kind of get a feel for, you know, what actually being in a house and going through the process is actually like. So the first thing that I like to do when I get to the house is I like to talk to the customer and sort of break the ice by sort of showing them and, and really making them understand that the assessment is all about them and it's to help them. It's not for me to be there to sell anything or try to talk them into anything or convince them of this or that. It's really to help them you know get in the driver's seat in terms of creating priority lists for the things that are most important to them at this stage i don't really diagnose you know i sometimes want to because when you're doing energy audits for a long time you start to see the same problems over and over again and when you do that, I think you have a tendency to quickly problem solve when you're looking around in the beginning. But I'm careful not to do that because there's been many, many times where I've felt the urge to, oh, I know what your problem is. This is what's going on because I see this and that. But once I, I bit my tongue and then once I do the actual full investigation, inspection, the problem the thing things changed and it wasn't exactly what i thought it was and i remember distinctly i can't remember what the problem was but i distinctly remember thinking man eric way to keep your own advice there and not diagnose so you may not really be able to understand fully until you do energy audits for a while but take my advice and and just bite your tongue and always wait to the end to diagnose or give your assessment so the first thing I like to do after I've gotten situated with the customer and gotten all my equipment into the house is I like to go around on the outside and do my exterior inspection. And I do that for a couple reasons. One, it's for just making sure that I um, keep things fluid. I've got my shoes on because I came in and out five seconds ago to you know, bring my equipment in. So I just grab my you know, prepped notepad and camera and all the things that I need to do outside like turn on my CO detector and I do my walk around and I think that another thing that that really helps me with is it gives me a perspective of the house from the outside now obviously if you go out to a cookie cutter house you know just a rectangle that's a different story but still it's good to get all that information in the beginning but when you go to some of these more complicated houses that have you know different uh, roofs and different attics it's good to see the whole picture from the outside before you go inside and start investigating because once you're inside then you can use your thought process from outside to be a reference point so you can kind of figure out where you're going and this is going to be especially helpful if you're new at this because if you 
you know haven't seen it before then it's definitely going to be you know complicated if you try to figure everything out from the inside all right when you're outside you want to get the hvac age so i'm just going to go through a couple things here that i want to look at when i'm outside the ventilation so the attic so i'm taking a look at the soffit does the soffit have you know overhangs some houses in maryland at least don't even have that um, not many and then you know as far as the overhangs go i mean the soffit is it covered with um, siding aluminum siding maybe vinyl is it perforated is it not is it invisivent i don't know if you know what that is but invisivent i used to love to sell invisivent when i was doing siding because it's beautiful it, it looks clean but the holes are invisible because they're sort of tucked underneath but as an energy auditor you need to know to look for that because if you know you see those holes then you know maybe there's some chance that there's going to be good ventilation coming in from the soffit however when you get in the attic and if you know that you saw holes but you couldn't see what was underneath the siding and you get up in the attic and you don't see daylight then you can probably assume although you can also go out to the eave although it's not from the attic it's not always easy to do but you can pretty much assume that you know there's some kind of plywood or something that's impeding that so i do my window count um i'm going to take a look at the drainage the gutters i want to make sure that the downspouts are properly extended and like i said earlier I just get a feel for the house is how the house is built the next thing i want to do after i've taken a look outside is i want to get inside and i'm going to start to do my measurements um, measurements play a large role in the energy audit the volume of the house is required so you have to get the ceiling heights as well and the overall square footage of each floor and sometimes you know the floors are going to differ in size so it's important to develop a strategy that also um, to use the word again is kind of fluid uh, I think I use it in a past episode the economy of motion where I don't like to run around and just get my square footage and then run back around and get my ceiling heights and then run back around I like to try to incorporate some of these things that I need to do inside on each as I'm visiting each floor all right the next thing that i'm going to work on once i've gotten sort of the house nailed down in terms of the dimensions the ceiling heights uh, making sure that i'm looking for any slope ceilings knee walls things like that uh, i go around also while i'm inside just take a look at the exhaust fans to take a look type what type of switch they have and that gets into the mechanical ventilation part of an energy audit so i like to have all that information because you know it's these are small details that i don't really i don't want to commit to memory while i'm while i'm walking around but i certainly want to have some record of these things so that I can draw on them later if need be okay so the testing um, part of it that is where I am going to start to go around and I'm going to test the ventilation I like to test my I sort of started doing this more recently I didn't used to do it this way but I started to test my ventilation my exhaust fans around the house prior to doing any combustion testing if the house has combustion appliances because it just helps me get a better understanding of you know what I'm dealing with so if I go into a bathroom you know in the master bathroom and it's one of the furthest exhaust fans from the furnace and I don't get a reading you know when I take a, a ventilation measurement then I kind of know I mean I'm not saying I'm not gonna go turn it on or anything but I'm just saying that 
I, I, I kind of gives me an idea of like, okay, you know, what should I be looking for? Because sometimes, and I don't know if this is for all energy auditors, but sometimes the the testing gauges and the the ways that they want you to do these things are a little difficult on the fly because there's a lot of fluctuations and things. So as much information as you can get about your surroundings before you get into the combustion testing, I, I advise you to do. That leads me to the combustion appliances. So you know, usually what I do is gather up my things and I get down to that area of the house or you know wherever it happens to be. Usually it's in the basement. And I just get myself organized to make sure everything is off. And there's a specific procedure and there's, you know, some important things. And I'm not going to get into all of that with um, combustion testing. In fact, just recently I went through a training partially just for my own, you know, to get up to speed. And it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot. And when you're doing an energy audit and you're trying to be efficient, you don't want to take up, you know, you got to kind of know your your time in the house, you know, three, four hours people start to I mean I don't think anybody would ever kick me out or anything but I feel like you know they have other things going on so there's a balancing act between you know doing a good energy audit and making sure the health and safety component is there but also not getting hung up on that so anyway I get all the combustion appliances I do all of my gas line testing get all of those health and safety um, related to the combustion appliances get all that sort of done you know next okay once I've done all my testing and you know again you, you know I, I'm kind of using sort of like a little bit of a rigid structure but I do have to kind of move things around and that's where I have a little guide and I know I talked about this in the past episode that I use it's a one pager where for me the way my mind works it just helps me keep everything organized so if I don't get something on floor one because I need to find that in the basement but I still have a place marker for it so that even though maybe I'm doing things that are similar to that right now on floor two, I'm eventually going to get down there and I'm going to, you kind of get the point. So back to it, the insulation inspection, I am poking my head around, you know, while I'm inside gathering my measurements. If, if I see, you know, a, a way that I can determine if there's insulation in a wall while I'm taking my measurements of the house, then of course, you know, I'm going to knock that part out real quick. So, you know, as I'm going through, I'm always doing these things, but for the most part, I grouped it into this section or into this stages because I that's when I'm pretty much ready after I've done all of my testing to you know head up to the attic or um, well and this is again another example but crawl space usually if the crawl space is accessible from the outside then I'm gonna just knock that out during my exterior inspection in the very beginning because I have you know my outside gear on if it's cold I got already got my jacket on and everything I just make sure I bring my light uh, but if it's on the inside in the basement then I'm gonna try to knock out my crawl space and my attic at the same time there again because I'm getting geared up I'm putting my mask on I want to make sure that I'm doing things in, in um, succession and doing things efficiently so when I'm doing my um, insulation inspection it's the six sides of the house right so you have the the, the floor all right, you have the the four sides, the four walls of the house, and then you have the the top. So there's six sides of the house you have to assess. A lot of times the floor is not really much you can do there. It's the foundation, 
or it's poured concrete or whatever it is maybe it is crawl space though and it has a dirt floor so there are you know six sides to a house you got to assess um full attic inspection uh, you know there are some times where if it's a low pitch roof or something and i can't really get to around too much then i can just use my knowledge and my expertise to do a visual and you can check a few key spots to know whether there's air sealing or not but generally when i get into an attic i do like to get up there and take a look around and more times than not i find something that i didn't expect and that says a lot because when you've done a lot of these as I mentioned before you see a lot of the recurring problems so you sort of you know it's like you've seen it once you've seen it twice but there are lots of things that are happening that are slightly different from here to there you think you understand how it's put together because you've seen it five other times but in this house it looks the same on the inside but when you get to the attic it's a little bit different so really this is just a advice to you know do some searching around you're not going to find all the all the hidden problems but you know make sure you go around that extra corner or if it's a little tough or tight to get through you know definitely want to try to you know go the extra mile for example you know just one off the top of my head yesterday it was a knee wall it was a cape cod and at first sight when i put my head into the knee wall attic i saw a bunch of insulation falling down and I could just kind of feel, even in myself, you know, oh, you know, I don't really feel like it. But just a little extra effort, I was able to just push some things to the side, and I had to get under the duct, and that was a little tight for me. I'm, I'm, I'm going, going off 50 years old now. But once I got around, I was able to see everything, and that gave me confidence to speak to the customer i wasn't guessing about what was behind it so i guess the moral of this story is that as an energy auditor one thing i have found is that when you can actually get to the place and get your eyes on things and really see what's going on then it just really makes for a complete you know audit and a complete transaction okay crawl space same thing you know it's a little difficult sometimes some of the crawl spaces are a little harder i personally if it's really really low and i i know that even you know the people i work with can't get in there then i'm not getting in there but i can still do an assessment some crawl spaces i can look at you know with my light and i can see everything i need to see maybe with just a little bit of investigation depending upon how much time i have so anyway crawl space same deal you have to use your discretion but most times when i get into the crawl space i find something interesting so for example once i got into one and i um, remember from my days in being an energy auditor training in energy auditing training my instructor dave he was talking about nature's hygrometer and it was this camelback crickets that i've seen you know i saw in my house as a kid <laughs> and they love moisture they love humidity and when i went into this crawl space there were like five or six of them on the wall and i was able to take a video and a few of them jumped at me and stuff and it was just kind of cool so anyway there's always something interesting and i was able to report that out to the homeowner and you know just a way to know that there's high humidity in a crawl space without taking any readings or anything so okay all right so the next thing i do pretty much once i'm done with my 
um, attic inspections and that pretty much means that all the other things on my list which I haven't gone through every single thing but I've hit you know some of the big points here that's when it's time for me to, to do the most important and fun part of the audit it's the blower door test and I, I like it because it's a great way to set up the the test and you know show the homeowner some of the things that you found and not just point talk like I used to do when I had windows you know appointments even though we had a window demo and different things but this is different I mean this is an actual demonstration where it's very interactive you know the blower door is running it's making a noise there's a there's a fancy you know digital meter that's spitting out numbers it looks really complicated and in a lot of ways it is but in a lot of ways it's not and you can actually explain the blower door test to the homeowner so that they can understand and when they walk around and they see some of the air leaks around the house and it's not the windows then they are blown away and it really helps people to what I always tell them the blower door test is going to help you connect some of the dots here and it does right. reporting that's the final thing and that's going to be away from the audit you do it how you want to personally I make sure I have all my notes done in the old back in the day I would do a lot of the work in the house because I had more time I was working for somebody else now that I'm doing other things I have a little less time so you have to figure out what works for you but I have a good system I keep track of everything as I would already mentioned and I also have a great um, uh, like a template I guess where I have a lot of the descriptions about the problems that I see on a regular basis on a, on a sheet like a Google uh, Docs sheet and I'm able to cut that or copy that I should say paste it into the report manipulate it you know based on the customers information or what have you but a lot of times I find again that it's very everything sort of translates over to the different houses with a few changes and that helps me keep things again fluid economy um, keep things going good sorry about the dogs okay and let's see uh, photo stream method I think I talked about that in another episode you want to make sure that you can easily access your photos to drop them into your reports and to reference them as well when you're writing a report all right um oh and then the last thing here which probably is a no-brainer but during the process of going through the audit you do want to have a way of making sure that you're addressing some of the things that are specific to that person particularly their needs and things that they discuss with you when you initially met with them so in other words when you bring it all full circle with the report it's good to address those concerns because those are the things that are important once again to that person so that's it for today uh, thank you for watching and if you had any questions or if you have any suggestions about things that maybe could help you I you know would love to hear you can connect with me uh, at my website, ericgans.com, or you can take a look at my home performance website. It's homeairleakagetest.com or hometrustremodeling.com. Thanks for watching. Until next time. Have a good day.